Hello, I'm Dr. Jim Anderson. Just exactly how should managers go about delegating tasks? So as a manager, there never seems to be enough time in the day to get everything done. So I'm pretty sure that we all wish we could clone ourselves so that we would have more hands to help with all the work that needs to be done. Now, it turns out that cloning does not yet exist. Bummer. However, you can learn how to delegate effectively. Then you just might be able to find the help that you need in order to get all of your work done. The power of delegation. When you're a manager, one of the manager skills that you're gonna to need to use is delegation. This is gonna be a major key to maximizing your productivity and keeping yourself sane during tight deadlines or large workloads. The problem is many managers don't actually know how to delegate effectively because they don't have any manager training on how to do it, or they're not willing to do it unless they absolutely have to. It turns out that delegating tasks is a skill that just like any other skill can be learned and improved over time. So just exactly what does a manager have to do in order to become good at delegating? You have to master the ability to let go. The biggest problem most managers face is the inability to let go of their own work. Sometimes they feel so dedicated to completing their own work that they cannot let other people help. Other times they fear that nobody else has the skills or the abilities necessary to execute their work effectively. Whatever the case may be, your first priority needs to be to learn how to let go. One way to go about doing this is to start small, delegating only the smallest tasks, and then gradually work your way up. As you get to know your team better, you can improve the trust among you and your coworkers. You can take small steps and know that eventually you'll have to let go of your work if you want your team to be successful. It's all about priorities. As part of your letting go process, start developing a priority system for tasks. Of course, this system will vary on the basis of your expertise, your industry, and the types of tasks that you usually handle. You need to create at least four categories according to the degree of effort a task requires and the degree of skill that it's gonna to take to complete it. The highest skilled category that you create should contain tasks that you keep on your own plate, while those in the lower skilled categories can be assigned to others. The degree of effort required should tell you which tasks are more important to delegate. For example, giving somebody else responsibility for a high effort, low-skilled task will save you lots of time. Understand who you're delegating tasks to. As a manager, you'll have to learn the subtleties of your team members. You should know that each individual's strengths and weaknesses. You should know his or her current and potential range of skills. When delegating, you need to take a look at your team and assign tasks to whoever has the greatest number of relevant skills 
for that task. This may seem like an obvious choice, but too many leaders delegate to whoever has the lightest workload or whoever is the most convenient. Delegation always requires instructions. Even if a task process seems obvious to you, make sure to include instructions with each task that you delegate. If you have specific preferences for how the assignment will be carried out, make sure that you include that information. If you have a strict deadline or milestones that you need to hit, be clear about them when you delegate the task. Including details and straightforward instructions from the get-go will allow you to avoid most communication gaps and will allow your task to be executed effectively. It's a proactive strategy that both you and your team members will always appreciate. Delegation may require that you have to learn new skills. Lacking someone on your team with the ability to execute a certain task for your to-do list doesn't mean that you can't delegate the work. Most skills can be learned and some more easily than others. You should not be afraid to teach as a part of the delegation process. Consider this a form of team building. Through the assignment of your first few tasks, it's probably gonna take you a little bit more time then it will probably end up saving you since you'll need to train your chosen team member. Consider this to be an investment. By transferring those skills now, you'll be opening the door to assigning all similar tasks that that individual can take off of your plate in the future. This will ultimately save more time than you spent teaching the skills. Hmm. Delegating does not mean walking away. Once you've delegated a task, trust your teammate to execute it on his or her own terms. This will allow the teammate to tackle the work the way he or she feels is best. However, you should not be afraid to occasionally step in and verify that the task is moving along as planned. A good example of this would be if you made an assignment a week ago that's due tomorrow. Trust that your employees on top of things but send a quick verification email just to make sure that they haven't hit any snags. Delegating means using feedback loops. Feedback is one of the most important parts of your delegation process and it works both ways. If your team members have done well with the tasks that you assign them, let them know by publicly thanking them and offering genuine praise. If they've fallen short, don't be afraid to give them some constructive criticism in order to motivate them in the future. On the other hand, invite your team members to share their thoughts on how you're delegating. It's a critical chance for you to determine whether you're providing enough information or whether you're assigning the right tasks to the right people. What all of this means for you. As managers, we often find ourselves in a situation where we have too much to do and not enough time to get it all done. When this happens, what we need to be able to do is to reach out to the members of our team and get them to help us out. This process, delegating, 
is the key to our ability to accomplish all of the tasks that have been assigned to us. However, in order to delegate properly, we need to understand how to go about doing it. When we delegate, we have to master the ability to let go and allow members of our team to do the work that we've assigned to them. We have to prioritize what tasks we need to do and delegate the lower priority ones. We need to make sure that we delegate things to team members who will be able to do them. When we delegate things, we also have to provide team members with instructions on how to do what we're asking them to do. New skills may need to be taught to team members so that they can do the things that we've delegated to them. You need to stay in touch with people that you delegate things to in order to make sure that they're doing it correctly. Feedback loops are, are a critical tool for making sure that work is being done correctly. <laughs> Delegating is not always easy. And the process isn't always clear cut. But the sooner you get started, the sooner you'll develop the expertise to do it effectively. Realize that your process will never be perfect, but learn from your experiences and make ongoing adjustments for improvement. Good luck.